you haven't forgotten everything. If I made you take the final exam for a class you studied a decade ago, would you pass? The unfortunate truth is that except for knowledge that we actively use in our daily lives, much of what we learn is beyond our powers of recall. But that doesn't mean that it's been erased from our memories. Why we forget. Early theories of forgetting were based on decay. These theories assumed that unused memories fade with time like the yellowing of a photograph. The idea has some intuitive plausibility. Physical atrophy withers our body, so why not the delicate connections that store our thoughts? Yet the theory of decay is not the whole story. As psychologist Robert Bjork comments, quote, Thorndike's original law of disuse, of course, stands as one of the most thoroughly discredited of the various laws psychologists have put forward over the years, which is itself a considerable distinction. Interference is another major factor in forgetting. Retrieving a memory is an active process. You need to search for the memory based on cues you have consciously accessible. As you acquire more memories, more and more become associated with familiar cues, so the ability to retrieve any particular memory starts to diminish. Now this may seem like a defect, but it's actually a feature. Memory is only useful if we retrieve the right memories at the right times. Recalling the right memory requires both retrieving the correct option and a suppression of all competing alternatives. Otherwise, our waking life would be a dreamlike flood of irrelevant and dissociated thoughts, hardly a sound basis to make intelligent decisions. Forgetting can be good for learning. The adaptability of memory goes further. If a memory turns out to be surprisingly useful, meaning we retrieve it, find the answer to be what we want, and yet we barely remembered it, the memory becomes much more easily recallable than if we had easily retrieved the answer. This is the basis behind Robert Bjork's concept of desirable difficulties, which I've written about previously. We get more benefit from remembering something when the cues that suggest it would be needed are weaker. Thus, testing beats rereading for studying. Spaced practice beats cramming and mixing up problem sequences is better than doing them in batches. Once again, this is a highly sophisticated strategy, not a design flaw. When information is only required in the presence of highly predictable stimuli, then that itself is a signal not to retrieve it unnecessarily in other contexts. Retrieval in context where the cue is not obvious suggests the memory needs to be more broadly accessible. Another implication of this theory is that storage and retrieval become dissociated. A memory could be highly learned and thus be well remembered, but unretrievable. The only way you would detect this is by giving another learning trial, in which case the memory becomes learned much faster a second time around. The power of relearning. A common sentiment after years of absence studying a particular topic is that you've forgotten everything. Forgetting can be embarrassing as you quickly realize that you're not able to do basic things that you had previously mastered. Yet is this analysis correct? Research on memory suggests otherwise. Relearning tends to be much faster than initial learning, and thus even for those extreme cases where the entire class seems unfamiliar, you would still acquire those skills faster the second time around. I've experienced this with many of the skills I've learned. It can be painful to try to have a conversation again in a language that I haven't practiced for months. I had a similar frustration trying to grasp calculus when I took quantum mechanics classes after several years of mathematical quiescence. 
In these cases, there can be a pang of doubt. Did I even really learn this in the first place? However, I think relearning is something to celebrate, not be embarrassed about. The mistake isn't having forgotten, but in letting a temporary drop in ability keep you from learning again. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.